0: Hi, everyone. My name is Julia and I'm Katie and we're the hosts of the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast. So today we're talking about a very exciting topic. I just got back from Africa. I went to South Africa and Zimbabwe and today we're going to be talking about Zimbabwe even though it was the second half of my trip just because we want to save South Africa for probably the next episode No promises, but probably the next episode, just because it's going to be a long one or even a two-parter. So we really want to prepare for that one and give you everything we can. So we're going to start with Zimbabwe. And Katie, do you have anything to say about that?
1: Nothing. I'm so excited. I have literally not spoken to Julia in
0: weeks (laughs) because we've been (laughs) trying to hold off on
1: getting all of our thoughts out only on this podcast. So I definitely have a lot of questions.
0: Yes, I've, I've been gone for, I think, two weeks now. And I just got back yesterday. Wow. I have not told Katie anything. I haven't even had time to tell Katie anything because I went to bed at, at, I think, 8 yesterday, like pretty early. And I've I've been sleeping ever since. So here we are, ready to talk about it. But first, the trivia question, as usual. So today's trivia question is... This nation is the only nation to use six colors in its flag. Oh, gosh. I know, it's kind of hard, but... I have no idea. Um, I'm going to
1: think about it while we're doing the podcast, but that's hard.
0: You have time to think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's hard, but it's also not. I don't know. I think it's just hard. I'm going to leave it at that. You might... You'll probably say it's hard at the end, but I don't think it's that hard. Anyways. Well, I feel like you're
1: much better at these country trivia questions than I am. I am winning. Makes sense. <laughs> but I am winning when we do the time at the end of the podcast.
0: That's true. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows about that. At the end of each podcast, <laughs> we guess how long it's going to be. And we I don't think we have like a, a score or anything. I just know Katie's winning because I always get it wrong. I just get it every time. So, you know, what? we yeah. all have
1: our strengths and weaknesses. So,
0: although trivia is normally your strength, I just think country trivia is my strength, but every other form of trivia is your strength.
1: I agree. I think I'm good at general knowledge trivia, but when it comes to specific trivia, I'm not
0: good, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of the opposite. Mm, like specific trivia, you're very
0: good. We should go to trivia together one day. I know we keep saying this and never doing it, but we have should we actually. Never. Gone? never. Oh gosh! The only time I think we did trivia was on our cruise in like 2019. Didn't we I mean, win? Like we did win. more <laughs> often, there. I know. Oh wait, and at and at uh, Malloy, remember we did that. And we won that too. And we won that too. I want a water bottle. You want a sweatshirt? Yeah. That was our old wait, college. We have to do this more often. I know.
1: That's so funny. See, we've been going against each other with these trivia questions. I really think we should have been coming together. together. Yeah.
0: But what fun would that be?
1: (laughs) We have to have like a common enemy. (laughs) We should like bring somebody in just for the trivia question. Bring in a common enemy. Yeah. And then it's like us versus them.
0: That could be fun. Yeah. Maybe next season we'll start doing that. My
1: dad knows everything about every country.
0: Really? So
1: maybe he'll be like a guest. And then maybe your dad can be a guest one week. Oh my gosh. That would be so fun. It could really bond us, I think.
0: I think so too. I think we need that. (laughs) Think Yeah. We've been fighting a little too much lately on this podcast. Only over the trivia question. Only over that. But I think we really need something to unify us again.
1: Yeah. Conflict resolution.
0: (laughs) By hating on someone else. Yeah. (laughs) We're so toxic.
1: (laughs) All right. So... We have a great episode in store for you now. So you want to just jump right into Zimbabwe? Yeah, sure. Take it okay, away. Great. So my first question for you, as I'm sure other people are wondering as well, is what made you want to go to Zimbabwe? Because I feel like in, in all of our minds, it's like it's such a random place, but clearly not
0: to you. So actually, yeah, it, it was a little random to me hmm. because when I booked the trip, I booked it through a company called Globus, which I can get more into, but we were planning on only going to South Africa because my husband had been to South Africa before and he loved it and he was raving about it. And I've been wanting to go since 2017 when he went and I was just super jealous for years. And so he promised me we'd go for our honeymoon. And so we were looking for pretty much the cheapest tour that also still covered everything we wanted to do. So not necessarily the cheapest one, but the cheapest one that had everything we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And so we came across Globus, which we had never heard of before, which is an, an amazing company, by the way, but I couldn't get more into that. And we came across their tour. It was called Splendors of South Africa and Victoria Falls or, and, and Zimbabwe. I forgot the exact title of it. And I had a I had heard of Victoria Falls before, and Victoria Falls was an add-on to the trip. So Victoria Falls is in Zimbabwe. It's a town in Zimbabwe, and that's where Victoria Falls, it's a waterfall, is. And that's technically the largest waterfall in the world. Oh, so wow. So I was like, wow, that that's included in the trip, but that's amazing. If we could just add it on for like a couple thousand dollars more, that would be great. So we decided to add on Victoria Falls. And there was also another add-on for Botswana, but we decided against that because it was just another couple thousand dollars and we had to put an end to the spending at some point. (laughs) So we decided to just do South Africa and Zimbabwe. So Zimbabwe was kind of just an add-on at the end just because they included it in their options, not really so much because we were planning on going to Zimbabwe. Right. Right. Makes
1: sense. So it kind of just happened naturally and organically that you found yourself in Zimbabwe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't pre-planned necessarily to go to Zimbabwe.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Because like I said, I feel like it's such a random place. But I always love that when it just kind of happens that you find yourself somewhere and then it's like you have no expectations going into it and it blows it away.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes those are the best kinds of trips. And I mean, mm-hmm. I did have some expectations because I was doing my research like I usually do and looking up the best things to do there and what to expect. But mm-hmm. I feel like even when I do that, when I get there, it it's never really what I expected. There's always so much more to it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so to add on to that, you kind of mentioned a little bit about this company called Globus. So with that said, what was the planning process like for specifically Zimbabwe?
0: But if you want to kind of mention South Africa,
1: that would be great too.
0: So the planning process for Zimbabwe was the same as South Africa. So it was kind of the whole thing was the same. Mm -hmm. So we booked through Globus, which is actually partners with Delta. That's how we kind of wound up finding them because we were looking for a cheap option but we were also looking for something we could get delta points on because we're both delta sky miles members and we have a lot of miles that we've been saving up and working towards so we wanted to try to get more miles and when we saw Mm. that globus was also a partner with delta we were like oh my gosh this is perfect wow so we were able to book directly through globus's website they had all options you could choose from to customize your vacation whether we wanted to add on Zimbabwe or we could have just kept it at South Africa, we could have added Botswana. There was 15 people in our group that we went with and only one person wound up choosing to add on Botswana, but everyone went to Victoria Falls. Mm -hmm. So it just so happened that everyone chose to go to Victoria Falls and it also just so happened that only one person decided to go to Botswana. But both of those were options for everybody to choose And so when you go on Globus's website and book with them, you have all those options. And they will also actually book your flights for you. You could customize what airline you want. And it was really great. We just told them, yep, book our flights. And they booked our flights for us. They took care of everything. And there were some issues along the way with our flights as things were because things have been uncertain with international travel for a while now. So our flights kept getting canceled and rescheduled, but Globus handled everything. So it was amazing to just sit back and relax and let them take care of it. And everything really worked out so perfectly with Globus. I'm so happy we used them and I would 100% use them again. I actually don't really want to travel without Globus at this point. They were just amazing. Wow. So, so
1: um, I just wanted to quickly ask,
0: um, do they only do tours or do they have other offers? So I'm not an expert on this, but I was talking to a girl on my trip who has been on many trips with Globus, and she was telling me that there's tiers that they have. I guess mm-hmm. you could say tiers. And so the tier that we booked with was like everything was included. We, we had the hotels booked for us. We had the flights booked for us. We had the tours booked for us. We had a tour guide with us the whole way. But they also offer sort of less guided things. For example, if you just want them to book your hotels and flights for you, they'll do that. And so almost like partial planning. I was about to say, it's like partial planning. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, So amazing. Yeah, so they have partial vacation planning where they'll just book like one or two things for you and then you could just go and you don't need to worry about the planning. And then everything's already there for you and you just go and do what you want to do there. So there's different tiers of their trips, I guess you can say, depending Mm -hmm. on how much or how little guidance you want.
1: Wow, we should do this going forward. This sounds ideal because remember how I was talking about, I think I've been talking about it every week at some point, but holding other people accountable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing because just the holding them accountable whenever something went wrong and just being able to sit back and say this is in their hands and they they handled everything all the little minor things that went wrong perfectly so I would almost argue that nothing went wrong because they just handled everything it was awesome yeah wow that's amazing at one point our flight was canceled and then delayed during Mm. the trip when we were actually this was the flight we were trying to get to Zimbabwe on and I can get more into this later when we start talking about the day by day, but our flight wound up being canceled and then delayed by about five hours. And that's at no fault of Globus. That was the airline, but it, we were delayed for five hours and we were really bored in the airport. So Globus actually paid to get us into one of the special lounges. So we oh. weren't just bored and sitting around so they, they really wow. made up for things and went the extra mile to make sure we were all comfortable and happy at all times. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I would a hundred percent travel with Globus again. Wow. That's sounds like a dream.
1: I cannot believe I've never heard of this before, but at least, you know, better late than never.
0: <laughs> yeah. I never heard of them before this trip either, but actually today I just found out that my aunt has traveled with Globus before and she was like, yeah, I wow. love them. And I had no idea. A hidden gem guys. Globus. It really is. Check it out. Yeah, it's amazing. And a lot of the people on my trip were like, "Yeah, this is my fifth Globus trip. We only travel with Globus." And now I kind of get why. It was just incredible.
1: You should write a pod, not podcast. You should write a blog on Globus and tag them and maybe they could sponsor us for a sponsor trip. Sponsor me? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was planning on writing up something on my Globus trip and my experience. I'm not sure exactly how I wanted to structure it yet. I've been kind of thinking about that in my head and it Mm. may take me a little while to figure out but I am planning on doing that and here's my shout out to Globus right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) amazing okay so to add on to that I kind of want to know how the trip over was you kind of mentioned it briefly but I'm always interested in learning how people get to there because I feel like that's something that's daunting for a lot of people and maybe why they don't plan trips as much
0: so sorry I like I missed like the first half of your question you just said like the word fast and I missed what you were saying what did you oh. want to know Sorry,
1: <laughs> literally just how did how was the trip over
0: how how was the trip over
1: I like how was the plane ride over like how oh, oh, oh how was the um
0: what's the word so I didn't miss a word you just said it weird I just said it wrong sorry okay. <laughs> I'm rusty it's been a while how oh, was so the, like the trip how like we... how
1: was the uh, the
0: plane ride over Okay, so so Zimbabwe. I'm going to tell you, we didn't go to Zimbabwe first. We went to South Africa first. Mm. So I could kind of tell you on the way to South, how we got to South Africa and then how we went from South Africa to Zimbabwe. That's what okay. I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> so we left from Orlando because that's where I live. And from Orlando, we flew to Detroit. Then from Detroit, we flew to Paris. And then from Paris, we flew to Cape Town, South Africa. So did you um, spend any time in Paris or was it
1: just like quick?
0: No, it wound up being quick. We were only there for two hours. Oh, okay. So, but this girl that I met on the trip, she actually wound up spending eight hours in Paris on the way back. Mm. So she's from Maryland. So she had a different route back than we did. But I guess it's all just chance- Based on what flights that you book. So she was actually able to go and see the Eiffel Tower and wow. she had a nice day, she told me, but we didn't have that opportunity, unfortunately. We were only there for two hours, which in a way wasn't that bad because it shortened our journey to South Africa. Mm. But that, so that was our trip. So we, I, how many flights was that? Like three, three flights to South Africa and then from South Africa. So I'm not going to get into all the South Africa details now because that'll be another podcast. But we landed in Cape Town and then through our journey in South Africa, we wound up in Johannesburg. So Mm -hmm. in Johannesburg, we took the flight to Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe.
1: Okay. So Victoria Falls is located in
0: Zimbabwe. Yes. Okay. Got it. It's in the north of Zimbabwe. It borders with Zambia.
1: Okay, got it. So so from there you took it to Victoria Falls. And then what how did the trip start? Like where did you stay? What was the first thing
0: you did when you landed? So our schedule actually got a little bit messed up, but Globus handled it very well, like I said. So our flight was from Johannesburg to Zimbabwe was a little it got canceled and then they rebooked us and then that one got delayed by about five hours. Ugh. We kind of had a situation because we were supposed to take a river cruise that night down the Zambezi River, which is the river that the Victoria Falls pours into. Mm. So we were kind of stuck because we were supposed to have our river cruise that night and we were going to miss boarding for that. Globus handled it pretty well and they switched around our schedule. So we were supposed to have the river cruise that night and then we were supposed to have our farewell dinner the next night so they actually switched it around so that way we would have our farewell dinner that night and our river cruise the following night so we still got to do everything that we wanted to do just in a slightly different order than planned so they did a nice job with that and everything worked out great still Mm -hmm. so that first day We, like I said, our flight got delayed and we wound up getting to Zimbabwe a little later than anticipated, I think at around 6 p.m. ish. So we transferred to our hotel and it was actually interesting on the drive to our hotel because all of Zimbabwe, there's just wild animals just running free. Like, what? Like, elephants lions leopards and they were just out there yeah they said don't walk on this road at night you you'll run into a lion that's really cool but also really scary (laughs) yeah it's pretty scary I mean we didn't um we didn't see any of them while we were there but just hearing that it was like oh god (laughs) wow so we that's what I was thinking the whole drive there I was just looking out into the trees seeing if I could see any animals hiding in them and it was very different from South Africa in the sense that I didn't feel that in South Africa when we were there it seemed like all the animals were contained onto reserves or national parks like mm-hmm. they had their areas that they were in but in Zimbabwe it was just they shared the land with the people which was wow. pretty crazy
1: yeah well it's really cool <laughs> So where did you end up
0: staying in Zimbabwe? So as we were driving down that road, it wasn't too far down that road. We reached Victoria Falls and Victoria Falls is a town. Well, they call it a city, but honestly, it was smaller than the town I grew up in. That's mm. kind of how things are over there, I guess. And it it was really very, very small just a road of shops. And I'm sure we didn't see the entire city, obviously, but it was just very small, very quiet. Locals, people would walk in from their tribal towns to work in the city mm. And our the place we stayed was called Ilala Lodge, and it's actually the closest hotel to Victoria Falls. At least in Zimbabwe. So it's mm. spelled, yeah, that's not how it's spelled. Katie's looking it up right now. It's L A L A. Elala Lodge. That's and a fun, it fun is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it Ooh. it's right near Victoria Falls. You could actually kind of see out your window. You can see the falls kind of. You, can, Wait, you can't see the fall. It is beautiful. They wow. really. Booked so many beautiful hotels for us on this trip, which I could all get yeah. more into when we talk about South Africa. But this hotel was just beautiful, gorgeous. Wow. And all the eating areas were outside, the weather held up. And so it was just so, so beautiful. And our room was, we had a balcony facing the outside. And so we were able to see the mist from the falls from our window and at some point we were able to see a rainbow going over the falls so you can't see the falls but you could see like all all the water and the mist in the air if that makes any sense wow that's incredible and it is the closest place you can stay to the falls, at least in zimbabwe
1: Mm. wow that's literally perfect and that's amazing that the globus booked it for you
0: yeah and there's also a lot of animals that like I said before, the animals just freely roam in Zimbabwe. So there was animals going across the lawns at some points. Wow. Nothing big. We didn't see anything big, but apparently people have seen elephants and things of that nature. Wow, but, that's really yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> so wow. it was
0: a really nice hotel. I would recommend it. Yeah.
1: If I ever find myself in Zimbabwe, I will do- you know where to stay. <laughs> I know where to stay. Yeah. It's gorgeous. <laughs> um, I feel like I'd be so in tune
0: with like nature and spirituality if I was there. It was, it was like a very relaxing, calm place to be. And it was not, it was not very crowded at all. I think our group was one of the only, it, our group I feel like made up most of who was staying at that hotel. So it was just very calm, very quiet. One with mm-hmm. nature. The bugs were not fun but yeah, I I, can imagine. I, could, I could definitely get more into that when we talk about South Africa because I think the bug issue was a little worse there. Wow. But Zimbabwe was not great with bugs either. Right. It is.
1: Also,
0: an, what were you going to say? I, I was going to say it is a malaria area. That rhymes. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's definitely something to be careful of. Like I wanted to mm. wear a dress at night to the dinner that we had and I couldn't wear the dress because of malaria i kind of had to cover up more than i wanted to at some points wow so that is something to keep in mind that's really scary especially because a lot of the hotel is open concept as are a lot of hotels in these type of areas yeah so what were you going to say before
1: oh i was going to say um you never really talked about your group how many people were in your in your group in your tour
0: Yeah. So there was 15 of us total. Mm. And it was really a great group. I was the youngest one there only by a week though. (laughs) (laughs) There was a, there was another girl uh, my age there and she, she was older than me by a week. And, but, and then my husband, he's also like around our age, he's a year older than me, but we were the youngest ones there. The next youngest one was, I think she was 36, she said, and then everyone else was like 75. Wow, yeah,
1: (laughs) interesting um, range. What was everybody there for? Like, what were their reason reasons for going?
0: Most people, it was a retirement trip. Aww. Yeah, that's super cute. So most people were just there as like couples or even there was two solo travelers there just as retirement trips. And it was really interesting. It was just people from all different places around the world, most from the United States, one from Canada, two from India. But even within the United States, just from all over Nebraska, uh, there was a lot of people from Pennsylvania, actually. (laughs) It's kind of weird. Three separate groups came from Pennsylvania. We we're like, that's weird. That's so funny. <laughs> and so um Washington, DC. So people from all different places, Maryland, I think also. Mm. And two from India, I said one from Canada. A lot of different people, a lot of different perspectives. And it was really great to see everyone come together. And like I said, like everyone was kind of in a different place than my husband and I in their lives. Mm. So it was, it was just really cool, but it was still like such a really nice group. Everyone was so friendly. We got along great. I was like crying at the end when we had to say goodbye to everybody. Yeah, that's
1: really cute. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, it was a really great group. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So what was your day to day like? Um, You said you missed the river cruise and then you got to the hotel. So what did you do when you got there?
0: So when we got to the hotel, we kind of had to rush to go to dinner because like I said, we had to skip the river cruise for this night. So we got pushed back to the next night. And so we switched it with the dinner. So we were going to have the dinner on the first day that we got there. And we did. We did have the dinner the day we got there. I forgot what I ate. I think I might have had chicken. I don't remember, Mm. but I think it was good. They also had crocodile, which I did try. And I actually liked it.
1: What did it taste like?
0: You know, everyone else was saying it tasted like chicken. That's like the basic
1: go-to answer it is. when it's like exotic food.
0: It is. It really is the basic go-to answer. But I don't know that it tasted like chicken. I I don't know. I just kind of liked it, but I don't, I can't think of anything to compare it to. Hmm. I don't, I think it's a stretch to say it tasted like chicken. Yeah. Although I did have, even though I know saying that weird food tastes like chicken is kind of the go-to, but I actually also had ostrich. This was in South Africa and that did not taste like chicken. I mean, we can get more to that later (laughs) if you want, (laughs) but that did not taste like chicken. That's so funny. I love how you're trying all these exotic foods and literally you always just eat popcorn. I know. (laughs) I had some popcorn in South Africa, actually, and it was weird popcorn. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't wait to hear all about the food of South Africa. Yeah, I could get more into that in the next episode. Yeah. The, I mean, the food of Zimbabwe was very similar. Mm. I, I didn't have ostrich in Zimbabwe. I did have the crocodile, though. I liked the crocodile more than I liked the ostrich. Mm. I, I would would have crocodile again, would not have ostrich again. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's fair. I always get nervous, like trying other types of food, just because it's not what I'm used to, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that I feel the same way. But I don't want to have any regrets. I guess like when I'm on vacation, yeah. I just kind of lose that fear of things. I agree, as you should. Because I mean, how cool is it to come home and say, yeah, I ate an ostrich as opposed to coming home <laughs> and say, yeah, I ate a hamburger. <laughs> 100%. Did yeah. you end up
1: going to uh, McDonald's on this trip?
0: I did not, unfortunately. Mm. (laughs) Very sad. I actually don't think I saw McDonald's. Oh, really? Okay. That's Mm -mm.
1: kind of for the best, I
0: think. I guess it is. Yeah. Because actually I did see one McDonald's. I I lied. I did see one. And I was not not allowed to go.
1: I wonder what they serve. Like if it's the same thing or if it's kind of like their own culture cuisine.
0: I think I remember we looked at the menu. I'm having like a vague memory of this now. And I think it was the same. Okay, so that's underwhelming. Yeah, it was. That's probably why I'd like barely remembered it. Yeah. You're like, oh, just a nugget. okay. Yeah, and then we just moved on.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so that night you had your farewell dinner. Did anything else happen that first night?
0: No, so that first night was just very chill. We just had our dinner. That was pretty much Mm -hmm. it. It was at the hotel restaurant. We just drank and talked and had food. It was good. And then went back to our rooms for the night. That was pretty much it
1: for the first day.
0: So how long did you stay there? That's one night. So we were there that night, the full next day, and then the morning of the next day. Okay, so it's just kind of like a quick pit stop. Yes, a very quick pit stop. It was really just to see Victoria Falls.
1: Mm. Okay, so then that would be the next day. Yes. So So, walk me through that next day.
0: So this is like the quote unquote long day in Zimbabwe. This was the full Mm -hmm. day. So in the morning, we went to Victoria Falls, which is that big waterfall I was telling you about. It's technically the biggest waterfall in the world. The most water falling down a waterfall is Niagara Falls. And I think the tallest waterfall is in, is Equizu in, um I don't know if I said that right, in South America. But I think this is the longest waterfall. But then if you factor everything in, this is also the largest waterfall in the world. Wow. So I saw the biggest waterfall in the world. <clears throat> Good thing to say. Yes. <laughs> so and it was really spectacular. I mean, it was huge. And so we walked around by Victoria Falls. We did they have a pathway that you could walk all the way down and they have different, I think there's fifteen different viewpoints where you can stop and look at the falls. And when we got towards the middle of the viewpoints, it started pouring, but not because of the weather, but because of the waterfalls, because there was so much water in the air that that just happened. And our tour guide said, like, this is nothing like you should see it in like the heavy season. We weren't there in the heavy water season because. The water going down the falls changes at different points of the year. So when we were there, we were there during the quote unquote dry season. But there's times of the year when more water falls off the falls. And he said the rain is even worse than when you're walking through that area. I mean, Mm. we were drenched, like there was people taking off their shirts. That's how wet we were. And the guide was like, yeah, this is nothing, just a little sprinkle. What? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like if you look at the pictures of me, I am soaked. I can't wait to see them. (laughs) And so I think that's just a normal thing. Just walking past the falls, you just get drenched. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't really the weather. It was just that one area because it's just so, so wet there. Yeah, because of all the water that's in the air and falling down right so the walk really was not bad though it was a pleasant walk there was 15 viewpoints and it was like I think they said it was a mile and a half there and back or maybe it was a little shorter even that's not bad at all no it wasn't bad at all Mm. and there's a bridge that goes over the falls that connects Zimbabwe to Zambia so the area that we were standing in looking at the falls is in zimbabwe but where the water is actually falling from is zambia
1: mm, okay. so
0: to cross over from zimbabwe to zambia there is a bridge and people also bungee jump off the bridge so that's a thing wow. you can do there we that's didn't do cool. that yeah we didn't That'd do be that but scary yeah <laughs> i know i didn't see people doing it but apparently that's a thing you can do wow and also there's whitewater rafting in the river underneath the falls which we didn't do either but apparently it's extremely dangerous our guide he was telling us he was like I've done it once don't do it and then we we had another guide and we we also spoke to him about it and he he said he did it twice and he also said don't do it because oh, wow. it's it's just so dangerous they they both said so many people die doing it so it's wow. like intense whitewater rafting i think I don't know anything about white water rafting so I might be using the wrong words here but I think it was like level 5 they I think it goes up to level 6 and there's part there's most of it's level 5 I think and then there is one area where it's level 6 that you're not even allowed to go in because it's so crazy yeah I, I'm not sure if level is the right word but that's how they rate like the white water rafting so it's pretty intense Yeah, so so you obviously didn't do that. No, we did not do that. And they advised against it. So, But the walk around the falls was very, very nice. And Globus had an option. If you wanted, you could take a helicopter through the falls. So we Mm -hmm. did not choose to do that. But a couple people from our group did do that. And I saw the pictures. They looked really, really beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that was an option to do that day. Mm -hmm. But for those that did not do that, we decided to walk around the town and go shopping. Oh. I mean, did you have any questions about the falls before I move on to like the next parts of the day?
1: So basically, I just want to get it straight what you did. You went on a little hike with your tour group and you took some pictures Um, at the spots. What are they called? The lookout points? Yeah, they they called them viewpoints. Viewpoints. Okay. And then, so how long was that whole hike for?
0: Um... It was not super long, maybe hour and a half, two hours. Mm. And then after
1: that, the group split up and some did. Did they do various activities or did some just do the helicopter then some went shopping?
0: Yeah, so there was Globus offered two activities that we could choose from that day mm. that we can pay extra to do. So okay. there was the helicopter tour, which I just told you about. Mm-hmm. And there was a village visit where you could visit a a tribe in Zimbabwe and learn about their way of life and visit their town and meet the people. So we decided to do that, but we had, yes, but we had some time in between the falls and the village visit. So that's when we decided to head into the town and go shopping. Okay. So what was the town itself like? Mostly tourist shops. I don't think I saw any normal Shops. Maybe I wasn't in the correct area of the town, but it was mostly tourist shops. Mm-hmm. I did go to the post office, actually, because I collect stamps. And the post office was kind of cool just because I like post offices. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. And so I have to to understand this part of the story. I kind of have to explain to you the money system in Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. So basically their dollar is worth absolutely nothing because of all the inflation they've had. They've had a lot of problems with their money system. So Mm. they're using the U S dollar now as their currency, but they'll pretty much accept anything because their currency is just worthless at this point. And they actually sell their currency in the store to tourists just because it's not worth anything. I found a, I think it was 10, like, no, it was a $100 trillion bill that they were selling in the store. I looked up the conversion of how much this would amount to, and it would amount to roughly three U.S. dollars. Wow. $100 trillion. Yes, in their currency. What
1: if one day their currency is worth something?
0: <laughs> and they had like $100 trillion. <laughs> I didn't buy it, though. They were selling oh. it for like 10 bucks, which mm. is still more than it's even worth. But we went so back to my so now that you understand how bad their money system is so we went to the post office because i wanted to buy a stamp because i collect stamps from different countries Mm -hmm. and the post office was actually right next to the hotel and i bought a stamp and they they only owed us i think like 25 cents back in change we gave them cash and they pulled out zimbabwe money because i guess it's still somewhat in circulation Mm -hmm. and they gave us i think over $400 back in Zimbabwe money. Okay. For 25 cents. I was like, wow. And so now I have all this Zimbabwe money. That's like useless, but it was pretty cool because they don't really use it anymore. Mm. So like a souvenir. Yeah. So it's like a souvenir, but it kind of worked out because I also collect foreign currency. So I was like, yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it, It's a little interesting thing that happens there. They don't really have their own currency. You could pretty much use whatever you want. And like I said before, in the shops, they sell their own currency because it's worth nothing. And so we just went to a bunch of the touristy shops, nothing that they didn't really have any normal stores there, I guess maybe because it was the part of town that we were in, but it was all just touristy markets.
1: Right. Okay. Did it look like the pictures that I'm showing you now, like this kind of vibe?
0: yes somewhat okay so so i'm not sure exact i think we did pass that building but okay. we were on the other side of the road which looked a little different yeah i mean similar vibes i guess yeah okay i don't have an exact picture but it was quiet and they had they had a train that ran through it 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 was very small town vibes even though it was considered a city which was very interesting
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense for Zimbabwe. I feel like it wouldn't be, you know, like a metropolitan.
0: Yeah, I guess I just didn't expect it because when you hear the word city, even if it's a small, poor country, you Mm. still expect a city. Yeah, interesting. You don't expect a a town that's smaller than the town you grew up in, I guess. Yeah. So it, it was just a very interesting thing to see in person, just what they consider to be a city.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you did a little bit of shopping.
0: How long did you shop for? A couple hours, two or three okay. hours, and then we went to the village. So, is there any mm-hmm. anything more you want to know about the shopping before I move on to the village? So, at the shop, you got um
1: the stamp mm-hmm. and the four hundred dollar uh bill. Uh, did you get anything else?
0: I did not buy a lot in Zimbabwe because at this point we already spent so much in South mm-hmm. Africa. That we were just like, let's save our money only we buy things if we really need it. So I yeah. did buy a magnet because I collect magnets. Another thing I collect, you're going to a collector over here. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone on the trip <laughs> thought I was crazy because I was like, oh, I collect this. And it's just like everything.
1: <laughs> One day you're going to be on the show Hoarders.
0: That's what I was telling them too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like that guy is just going to be like, why do you need a $400 bill from Zimbabwe? <laughs> you don't
0: understand.
1: <laughs> it's not even worth anything. So funny. I mean, that's cool though.
0: Yeah. I, I literally do collect everything. Everyone on the strip was like, do you really collect that too? And I was like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even mentioned half the things I collect on this podcast. It's like, it's absolutely sick. That'll be a separate podcast. (laughs) Honestly, I could talk about it for hours. Wow. That's
1: crazy. Um, okay. So you really didn't get too much at the shops, but no what what were the options to get if you were if you wanted to do shopping there
0: they had some pretty cool stuff actually they had like bowls that they would make like painted and handmade bowls they had african art that people were making on the streets that you can buy they had so it it looks like an elephant tusk but it wasn't an elephant tusk they had them in all the shops it was like um it was actually a horn from a cow and it it looked like an elephant tusk though and they had carved into it like beautiful drawings of elephants and lions and wildlife carved into the the horn I guess and they were very beautiful so art like that a lot of stuff made out of animal bones and Mm. things made out of they had these sculptures of animals that were made out of like twine and it but it was wrapped so tightly that it actually you wouldn't you didn't even know that it was made out of twine so it it was really beautiful Mm. a lot of crafts not crafts necessarily but like things that looked like they were made by locals in a sense
1: that's cool did anybody on your trip get anything else
0: I know someone bought a mug she was talking about it a lot (laughs) It was like a like an African decorated mug. I'm not really sure how to describe it. I would totally exactly. get that. I love getting mugs. I think it was like a kind of expensive mug though. It was pretty though. It was really pretty. Yeah. I, I understand why she got it. They That's had cool. they had like some jewelry and I don't know. Most, most of the things I, I wasn't super interested in because it was a lot of the same kind of stuff that we had seen in South Africa. I did wind mm. up getting a, I don't know what they're called. They're, you put like a candle in the bottom of it, and then at the top, you put like like a, a wax that smells and then like it diffuses through your house and smells good. Hmm. I I don't know what they're called, but it's hand painted. Oh. It has an elephant on it.
1: You'll have to show me a picture later.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could show you a picture. But yeah. Just stuff like that. They have like a, a lot of wooden carved animals and wooden carved wood. I don't know, Just a lot of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So like I said, I didn't get a ton of stuff. Some other people got some of the stuff that I already mentioned. Mm -hmm. But if you're into that stuff, they have plenty of that. A lot of people on the streets selling stuff and they will chase you down the road and harass you. Just like Jamaica. (laughs) Yeah. Just like Jamaica. it oh, was gosh. definitely <laughs> a little annoying luckily I, for some reason they had no interest in bothering me though I don't know why they bothered I mean, like with Donato yeah but they would they would bother Donato they would bother the people we were walking with like the rest like we went to the shops with other people from our group and they would bother with them but I don't know they had no interest in talking to me which obviously was not an issue at all I was obviously very happy about that but like why I just want to know I just want to know what is it about me? <laughs> Not pretty enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe like they just felt like, I don't know, that Donato had just like the, carrying the money. Yeah. yeah he <laughs> money. So it was just kind of like if you get to him, then maybe they'll get to you too. But to like me. maybe they felt like awkward being like all up on his girl. I don't know.
0: Maybe. I don't know. They didn't seem to really care too much about boundaries
1: maybe I don't know maybe specific but ba- I don't know I can't yeah, tell I, you because I'm not them maybe I looked mean
0: okay sure
1: <laughs> but Donato looked like
0: a nice guy yeah. I, yeah I don't know they just weren't into talking to me which was completely fine because I didn't want them to talk to me which is but odd. also not but, completely fine but at also, all. yeah like now I'm really insecure
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was the shopping which sounds cool and then how was the tribe? That's so different.
0: Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. I was about to go on to the the cruise now. <laughs> yeah, we, we visited the tribe. This was a long day. Yeah. So next we visited the tribe. And it was really interesting because they kind of just live off the land almost. Mm. They have their huts. Their huts are circular. And so what the- town is this called, by the way, because I want to look up pictures. So the tribe was technically within Victoria Falls, but the tribe was named um, C-O space M-P-I-S-I. I mean, K-O, sorry. K-O-M-P-I-S-I. Say it again. K-O space M-P-I-S-I. Yeah. Kompissi, I think. I- I'm not really sure how you say it. It's weird that okay. it didn't come up in They have no pictures your... on the internet of it. Uh, you know, I think they do. Let me... Why mm, are you making using... a video? You're using Bing. That's why. Oh. <laughs> Go to Google. <laughs> do you need me to spell it again? <laughs> <laughs> why
1: does it get me to Google? <laughs> I'm
0: continue. I'll find it. Okay. So we visited this village and all of the homes on the village were circular and when we first got there we went under this this was the only building that wasn't circular and it was like very like open concept i guess it was very long and we sat in there and we talked to the chief and he was telling us about what he did so he's i think he's a shaman i think he said oh wow so he natural healing yeah and it was really interesting talking to him he never went to school a day in his life he just lived off the land lived with his people and he was actually invited to speak to the Queen of England at one point because of what he did for his people, which is really amazing. I have to look that up at some point. But that's what he told yeah. us. We The children were so cute. We bought gifts for the children. Yeah. I bought them chalk and a card game. And I brought them some uh, and a puzzle. And they seemed really happy. And someone else brought them a coloring book and one of the little girls is like I love to draw she was so happy so the pictures you're actually looking through right now one of those pictures looked familiar to me it was a lady sitting on the ground drawing with her feet we actually met her there she makes art with her because her arms don't work I'm not sure what's wrong with her exactly but she doesn't have use of her arms so she paints with her feet and wow. she makes these beautiful paintings. I took pictures of all her paintings. And Katie right now on the screen has a picture of her painting with her feet. And we saw her doing this while we were there. And I'm not sure if she sells her paintings, but I, I, she should. They're really beautiful. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So we saw her just we when we were walking by, we saw her painting away with her feet in one of the little huts. We saw wow. oh, how, just how they live. It's really just just their beds and couple blankets and that's really all they have, but they're just so grateful and such happy people. Mm. They they didn't that, really that, want anything. That's else. like a
1: thing though. I feel like, you know, when you just live off the land and you're truly in tune with nature, I find that, you know, you hear stories of people, they truly are just joyful, grateful people. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. And they're so living off the land that they told us actually that our guide told us this before we were we were getting there he said there's no such thing as human animal conflict to these people if you told them that humans and animals have conflict he said that they would not believe you what that, do you mean conflict like like people killing animals animals killing people just vice so for... they're vegetarian no they're not well i guess they know people kill animals but like to survive not really just oh not for like sport Not for sport or not for just people thinking they're better than animals. The people are just kind of one with animals. He said that if you told them how the world really was and that people think they're above animals and this and that, that they would not believe you. That's it. he he pretty much told us. And he told us that I'm not sure if it's everyone in Zimbabwe or if it's people from tribes, but all their last, they don't have typical last names like we do here their mm. last names are the names of animals so mm. the tribe leader's last name I believe his last name was elephant but it was elephant in his native language mm. and our god's last name was lion but it was lion in his native language so That's they cool. and I think the tribe leader's wife I think her last name was baboon in their native language so <laughs> it's they it's we asked him like it could be a bug it's just anything in nature and i'm not sure who chooses it or if it's passed on i'm not sure exactly but they don't have like typical last names like like we do in the united states or pretty much anywhere else in the world which was really interesting to find out
1: yeah definitely i mean why not i feel like last names are such a social concept you know I, it's like
0: yeah but here it's almost like they have like spirit animals
1: oh wow That's yeah really cool that sounds like a really, again, just like a very spiritual experience.
0: Yeah, it was really nice seeing how other people live and how happy they are living like that. Um, and yeah. just reflecting on my own life and saying, like, do I need all these things? Look how happy and wholesome these people are. And you, you know what? Collect all these knickknacks. <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> There's like something inside me. <laughs> Even in an African tribe, you'd be like, I need my post-its. I need my... No, you know how bad I am that while we were there, I was like, this is good sand. They have good sand here. I collect sand. So I took out a water bottle and I scooped up some sand. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. I know. Yeah, the collecting does not stop. Oh my God.
1: They'd be like, you, you can't join us if you're going to act like this. <laughs> right.
0: No, but they were really nice about it, actually. They were t- telling me about the sand that I collected and they were telling me it's from the i think it's the kalahari or the nabib desert it's from one of the deserts and it has red sand and they said Mm. it blew in from that desert wow so it's pretty cool i have some red sand now wow and they were telling me about like all the properties of the sand and i i completely forgot what they said because i don't know anything about sand they probably
1: think (laughs) you like really know your sand if you're collecting it no just like it's pretty (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny yeah, so, so what I, else did you do with uh the people
0: we just walked around and they just showed us our, our their village and how they lived we didn't really mm. do anything there besides just look around i guess did you eat anything there? no no we did not eat there oh but they did have some farm land that we did see the chief's wife working on mm. so i they grow their own food obviously i know they I'm not really sure what they do meat wise for food. I know they he showed us his blanket. He had a blanket made out of it looked like it was made out of like 25 rabbits. So I know they kill rabbits. I don't know if they eat them.
1: I mean, I feel like they're the type of people to like use all parts of the animal,
0: but I could be wrong. That's probably what I would imagine, too. Yeah. I know they have cows. I'm not really sure the cows are kind of used as almost like a currency and our guide was telling us that he he lives in the city now but he said he knows that when he moves back to his tribe he'll be okay because he has so many cows and chickens now so mm-hmm. cows and chickens are almost used as a currency but i'm not really sure if they're eaten okay i'm not too sure about that yeah yeah But it was a really interesting way of life to see. The kids all seemed really happy. The chief seemed Mm -hmm. really happy. And honestly, I think they're doing it right. Because that chief, he, so there was someone on our trip. It was his birthday. And the chief asked him how old he was. And he said 76. And the chief was like, oh, I'm older than you. So the chief is older than 76. Not a single wrinkle on this man. Wow. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Whoa. So that's so crazy. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. He looked great.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess just like in our society, there's so much unnecessary stress and like depression and just all these, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure they have their fair share of challenges, but they just have such a sense of community. It's just, it's very different, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that's what a lot of it is, is that their stress levels are a lot different than ours. We're under a constant... State of stress, but they're just always they at least from what I saw, they're just always happy,
1: yeah. And like they know that they could get through whatever's in front of them. It's not kind of like unnecessary, like because I feel like we stress ourselves out sometimes just for no reason,
0: exactly. It's not as materialistic. It's not focused yeah. on money. It's focused on wholesomeness and happiness,
1: yeah, it seems like it, which is really cool,
0: and our guide was telling us that he he married a girl from the city. But he really wants to go back to his tribe because he was happier there, I guess, and I understand mm. why, because city life is very different from the tribal life that we saw. Mhm there's yeah, less- definitely a lot less hustle and bustle there, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about the hustle,
0: <laughs> and so I really enjoyed visiting the tribe, though there was also like random animals walking around. There was two dogs sleeping under a tree we saw. Oh. We saw two cats. One of them looked like my cats. So it was really cute. Um, and I, there was a giant Turkey. Maybe they eat Turkey. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Just random miscellaneous animals walking all over the place. It's was kind of funny. Wow,
1: that's really cool. So you spent a few hours there. That sounds amazing. Yes. And very, like I said, just like opening your eyes up to a whole different world, which is incredible. So What did you do after that? You said you went on a river cruise?
0: Yeah, so we went on a Sunset River cruise down the Zambezi River, which is the river that the Victoria Falls dumps into. Now, the Zambezi River separates Zambia from Zimbabwe, and I know it also crosses through Botswana, and it might cross through another country, potentially. I'm not sure exactly, but it definitely separates Zimbabwe and Zambia, so mm. we went near Victoria Falls for this, but not near near it in the sense that we were right under it. We were in a more calm part of the water. And we were on the upper deck. We had the upper deck totally to ourselves, and it was a way better view than the bottom deck. I wound up walking down to the bottom deck when we were getting off, and they had an awful view. Our view was so much nicer. Mm. and we just went down the river. There was hippos everywhere. I loved the hippos. Aw. I've never super... seen a hippo. Hippos are actually very dangerous. I was about but... to say, I was about to beat you to it and say hippos are extremely dangerous. <laughs> they are. Yeah. But, but we were at like a safe enough distance from them where it was like, okay, I guess. Yeah. And and we were on a boat. Like they weren't going to jump on our boat.
1: They can get very aggressive. Like they could kind of like try, at least try to go into the boat.
0: Really? Well, I mean, I don't know, I'm
1: no expert, but I've seen documentaries where they, it depends on their mood.
0: I mean, our boat was definitely big enough that if a hippo yeah, it like, sure it have been fine. tried to do anything, I don't think it would have made much progress. Yeah. Our still. boat was definitely big enough, but yeah, that's still very scary. But there was hippos everywhere. Like the first two hippos I saw, I was like, oh my gosh. But there were so many hippos at the end where we were just like, oh, just another hippo.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel that.
0: But I, I got some pretty cool videos of the hippos like opening their mouths and I there, I got this video of this one opening its mouth It was open for like 14 seconds or so it was really cool it was just like oh, the I biggest the biggest yawn ever oh <laughs> but cute. they told us that hippos actually open their mouths out of like to warn you almost out of like aggression so if they're feeling oh, wow. threatened they'll open their mouths like that yeah. So I don't know if the hippos were trying to give us a warning or something, but that was like the, big, the longest warning ever, that 14 second one.
1: That's so interesting. I mean, probably hippos are just always mean. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know if they mean it or if it's like they're mean by accident because the reason why they kill so many people is they actually they run at night. So they go on the land and they run and mm-hmm. they don't have good eyesight. So they um, they run through a lot of the villages and just like knock things down and trample people, but it's because they have bad eyesight. So I don't know if they're mean or uh, if they're just blind. They just need glasses. Yeah, they just need glasses. They
1: they need uh, a lace. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. I really want to learn more about, I want to watch like a hippo documentary.
0: I know. I am very curious about hippos. I'm not really sure how they work. Also like another animal that kind of started fascinating me during this trip, not in Zimbabwe specifically, but in South Africa, we saw the Cape Buffalo, which they say is the most dangerous out of all the African animals, or at least in the big five. So I became very curious about this. I was like, why is a buffalo so dangerous? More dangerous than a lion and an elephant and a leopard. And they said they're just so aggressive and for example, like an elephant will kind of what, what an elephant will charge you but they'll almost like false charge you just to scare you, but a buffalo will charge you and kill you out of wow. for, for absolutely no reason. Wait, what are they called? Uh cape buffalo. Yes, those mean man. I got a really (laughs) scary picture of one. I'm so excited to like print it up. He was actually growling in the picture and showing his teeth. Mm. Yeah. So they are apparently the most dangerous. And I'm kind of fascinated by them too. I'm like, why are they like this? I guess.
1: Why are you like
0: this? (laughs) Why are you like this?
1: He looks like a founding
0: father. I know (laughs) that he had the horns. That's really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'm interested in them. I'm interested in hippos. I I definitely want to know more about them, especially because so much of what we learn about Africa is like, oh, lions, elephants, but nobody talks about these guys. I feel
1: like we've all just had very basic knowledge of Africa. We're not, we're never really taught about Africa.
0: Yeah. I feel like I had a very basic knowledge about it also. And my sister also, she, I've been posting things on my Instagram story throughout the trip. And mm-hmm. she looked at some of my pictures and she was like, wow, I didn't realize how established Africa is. Like, I just thought everything was super, super poor. I didn't even realize they had nice buildings there. That's so- the
1: propaganda that America always like says, just like, oh, Africa. But I feel like it's
0: it, it has so
1: many beautiful parts.
0: It really does. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think Zimbabwe or at least the part of Zimbabwe I was in falls more into the stereotype than South Africa Mm -hmm. does I think South Africa was a lot more established I think Zimbabwe does fall into the stereotype because it is a lot more poor yeah and it's not as glamorous as South Africa yeah it makes sense what was I saying about the river cruise so yeah we saw saw
1: a lot of animals
0: (laughs) we saw hippos we saw Crocodiles. We saw a crocodile running, actually, which was pretty cool because I've never seen them even move half the time. I don't even think they're real animals. Yeah. So I enjoyed seeing it running. I'm not really sure what it was running after. It was chasing something. A lot of birds. We saw fishing an African fishing eagle and some other birds from far away. I'm not really sure what they were. I have to kind of look through our pictures. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice seeing the wildlife. Apparently, some people also see elephants there, but we didn't see any. I'm trying to think if we saw anything else. I think that might have been it. But it was yeah. just so beautiful. The sunset over the water was spectacular. Mm-hmm. African sunsets are just, there's no way to describe them. They're just so beautiful. And right. we had open bar during the, the cruise. So it was just nice. We were able to drink and relax. Yeah, Katie's looking up African sunsets right now for those of you that are listening. And it's literally like how it looks in the Lion King, just like the big sun. I was about to say it does look like that. The orange sky, that's exactly how it looks in person. That's so beautiful. We were just going down the river with, that was our view and it was just stunning. And the most of the river cruise actually, I know we left from Zimbabwe, but most of the river is actually owned by Zambia. So for most of the river cruise, we were technically in Zambia. So mm-hmm. I could say I've been to Zambia if I want to like really stretch. But technically, technically we were in Zambia, but it was a cruise from Zimbabwe. Okay. And do you have any more questions about the cruise? I mean, so
1: basically, how long was the cruise for?
0: It was about
1: two or three hours. Okay. And so pretty much what you did was to look out, see all the animals, talk, drink. Was there any food?
0: There was, they gave us a little plate of food, but I didn't really want anything on it. There was a samosa on it. I had the samosa and then that was pretty much it. Because I think one thing had cheese and I don't eat cheese. And then, I don't know. I just was a little scared of the food on it because I didn't know what it was. Right. But okay. there, there was like little finger foods and yeah, it was open bar. It sounds like a
1: very long day, which is necessary because you only had pretty much one day, but it's definitely (laughs) a lot in one day to do. A very long day and it's not over. What else did you do besides the river cruise?
0: Well, after we got off the cruise, there was some food on the cruise, but not real food. So we had to go to eat. So we wound up going to this place called Three Monkeys, I believe, and it was just part of the town. So there there wasn't a tremendous number of restaurants in the town. There was like three that I saw not too many so we wound up going to three monkeys and it kind of gave me brewery vibes almost Mm. but it it was outdoors we sat outdoors and the food was good the drinks were good I had this chicken sandwich and I also had a chicken sandwich that day for lunch at the hotel I forgot to mention that that we ate lunch at the hotel amazing Mm. and then this chicken sandwich was a little different but also amazing they were like the best chicken sandwiches I ever had in my life in one day. That's a big statement. It really is. They were so good. Wow. And I got a drink there and it was just fun. It was nice to just hang out. Mo- Not everyone went, but I'd say more than half the group wound up going we all got a table and sat together and it was kind of our last dinner together. It was oh. a really nice time. That's
1: really cute. So what time did you stay out till that night? Not
0: super late. We honestly didn't stay out late any nights. Maybe I'd say like 10 maybe that's good that's my kind of trip <laughs> yeah we went to bed early every night i'd say every night i was in bed by nine except Fair. for like maybe this night 10 yeah yeah
1: okay and then so was that the very last thing you did
0: yes okay <laughs> but then the next day early we we left and that was pretty much zimbabwe so then where did you go after that what do you oh after zimbabwe we flew to johannesburg Mm -hmm. And then in Johannesburg, we had another flight to Cape Town and then from Cape Town to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Orlando. And now here I am. Wow. So So this was
1: literally just a few days ago. That's what you were doing.
0: Yes. This was like two days ago.
1: That's nuts. It is. It's like a different reality.
0: I know. It's so crazy that two days ago I was in such a different culture than I am now it's wild to think about it really is but I loved Zimbabwe I would 100% go back I know my husband wants to go back for all like the adventurous type things they offer there because they have a lot of adventurous things you could do at the falls like the whitewater rafting the bungee jumping they have zip lining a lot of those kind of things and also I don't think I mentioned this before but on the Zambia side where the water falls down you might want to look this up it's called Devil's Pool okay and it's basically a part of the waterfall it's right on the edge of the waterfall but you can swim in it
1: oh I saw pictures of this when I was looking at Victoria's Falls I was like what
0: so apparently it's safe to swim in nah not for me yeah people have fallen off from what I know I'm what I hear I'm not sure how true that is but uh, I mean I, I believe it it's I so, believe it, looks it so easy yeah and so I feel like there's I think there's this part of it called devil's armchair or something where you can sit but it's right on the edge so like one wrong move and you're off the edge oh my-
1: no that's that's what gives me anxiety is like when people are too close to the edge of something
0: yeah nope I'm good but yeah, that you can much. do that on the Zambia side. So if you wanted to cross over the bridge, you can do that. And to yeah. cross over, you do need a visa to get into to Zimbabwe. I don't know if I mentioned, I don't think I mentioned that. But you need a visa to get into Zimbabwe. You pay for that. It's $30 for Americans, $30 for Indians, and $75 for Canadians. I know that because that's who was on our trip. Yeah. But so... But there's when you get the visa, you could also get a casa visa, which don't quote me on this, but I believe the Caza visa allows you to also go into Zambia. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get the Caza visa. We just got the regular visa, which allowed us just into Zimbabwe. But if we got that, I'm pretty sure we would have been able to cross the bridge into Zambia. OK, that would have been cool. Yeah, we just didn't have the time for it. And I don't know if I would have gone in Devil's Pool. But I I wouldn't even want you to even
1: like from this far away, I would be having anxiety.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I think maybe. I
1: fell in a different life. I swear.
0: I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Still, I still have
1: such bad anxiety about
0: it. I forgot how scared of heights you are.
1: Like I have crippling like I literally freeze and I, I don't I can't move. Like if I was in that pool, I would not somebody would have to carry me out because I'd be passed out in the pool.
0: I don't know how well you would have done on this trip, even in South Africa. Also, just because there was a lot of very high up things that we did
1: yeah that we would did we, me
0: out. we were on the top of a mountain at one point and you would have to stand on the rocks and like you'd be like afraid to fall and then there was this one part of the waterfall here at victoria falls it was the last viewpoint viewpoint 15 i believe it was and there's these rocks there and i think that it's called like danger or something doubles danger or something i don't remember what it's called but it's basically just Rocks that you can stand on, and there's really no barrier, so you can just go flying off. oh no, nah. I'm trying to see I'm not sure if any of the pictures you pulled up are danger point. It, it might be yes, danger point, okay, and there's nothing stopping you from falling, and so a lot of people just go there and take pictures, but I mean, you could very easily fall off. Oh, no, nah, not for me, yeah <laughs> but, okay, so.
1: That was a trip. Sounds amazing. This might be a hard question, but what do you think your
0: absolutely favorite part of specifically Zimbabwe was? Oh, my favorite part of Zimbabwe. I mean, I'd have to say the falls. The falls is just, yeah. it's, a, it's a natural wonder of the world. It's one of the seven natural wonders of the world. And like, oh. th- there's a reason why it's beautiful. People from all around the world come to see it. And there's a reason why it's, it's really spectacular. Yeah. I mean, it looks at even from these pictures, it's like breathtaking. I mean, I had a great time doing everything else, but I feel like no matter what else I did, the falls would really always have to be the answer. It's just the highlight of Victoria Falls.
1: It's hard to beat nature. I really. It like. is. It really is. Yeah. Um. Okay. So with that
0: said, what do you think your least favorite part was? My least favorite part of Zimbabwe. That's a tough one. I guess just the people chasing us down the road. That's fair, yeah. yeah. And
1: and you know what? If that's like your least favorite part, that's not too bad.
0: No, I I really truly did enjoy everything. It's it's such a beautiful country of what I saw. That I know I wasn't mm-hmm. there for that long, but we really did pack a lot into one day. Yeah, <laughs> and which is I'd, good. You need to do that, you know. Yeah, I do feel like I still got to experience the culture, even though we were there very briefly.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So do you think there's anything you would change about this trip?
0: Yes, I think we did not have enough time in Zimbabwe. Mm. I would have liked one more day, just as a free day, just to do our own exploring. For example, if we wanted to do any of those active activities and there was just, uh, that's really all we didn't get to do. So we didn't really necessarily need a free day we pretty much did everything there was to do besides all like the adrenaline junkie activities but it Mm would have been nice just to have a little more time there to soak it in I guess makes
1: sense yeah do you think you'd ever go back there
0: I would I'd love to go back I don't feel like I need to go back I do think I saw everything I needed to see but I'm totally open to going back I know they do have I don't think I saw everything Zimbabwe has to offer. I do think I did everything I would have liked to do in Victoria Falls, but Mm -hmm. I think Zimbabwe has so much more to offer that I didn't get to see. They have Mm -hmm. safaris there that I'd love to go on. And it does seem like a very different safari experience than I had in South Africa, considering the whole country is basically a safari.
1: Yeah, you'd probably be able to do more adventurous things with the safari.
0: Our safari was pretty adventurous. And I mean, I could get... Into that, but I feel like this would just, I'm not really sure what I would expect out of a Zimbabwe safari. It just seems very different considering the animals are just
1: there. There, yes. Yeah. So you can't even imagine if it was in a structured way, it looks like.
0: Yeah. So I wouldn't really know what to expect out of it, but yeah. I, I would have loved to do a safari there. But also at the same time, I did just come from a safari. In South mm-hmm. Africa, so I didn't necessarily need another safari. I saw everything I wanted to see. The only animal from the big five that we didn't see was the leopard. So okay. I'm pretty content with how our safari went. So I didn't really need one in Zimbabwe, but sure, it would have been nice, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, is there, oh wait, I asked anything you would change. So who would you recommend this trip for specifically?
0: I I do feel like anyone could go on this trip like Mm -hmm. I don't think there's an age limit there was people on my trip that were like 80 years old so I think and they were solo travelers just just wanted to come because they were just it was on their bucket list that's really cool so I I think anyone could do it I mean maybe not with kids I, i Maybe I don't know. I guess you could do it with kids, but it would be very tricky. Uh, I Definitely not. Uh, a lot of travel time yeah. for kids too. You know, it would be a lot. It, it's it was a heavy trip. We did a lot, and I mean, I'm kind of thinking about South South Africa when I'm saying this too. I'm trying to exclusively think about Zimbabwe now, though. And I, I, it's a very active trip though. We did a mm. lot, a lot of moving parts. I, I wouldn't drag your kid, kid along. I don't think I would do that. But mm. I, honestly, I. I would say, I'd say do it while you're young. I mean, there was older people there, but I think just doing it now, I feel like my husband and I got a lot more out of it than people doing it in their old age. Yeah. Because we were able to do like the more active activities. And now I'm kind of thinking about South Africa again, because we did shark cage diving there. We were able to do some activities that, are so unique to the area that you could really only do if you're young and quote unquote fit. So yeah. that now, yeah, like I said, I'm talking a little more about South Africa there, but I think, of course, you can go if you're older, but I just really enjoyed doing it young. Mm-hmm. And but really, anyone can go. I'm not trying to stop anyone from going. If you're 90 years old and want to go to Zimbabwe, go to Zimbabwe. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. I don't think there was anything there that, should stop anyone from going definitely
1: wow okay awesome so do you have any final thoughts before we get to the uh trivia question
0: no well I don't think so I guess just go to Zimbabwe it's (laughs) just go (laughs) just go it's really really beautiful and it exceeded my expectations because I didn't really know what to expect going into it yeah I just expected poverty and and a waterfall but there was <laughs> so much more to it than that. It's a beautiful yeah. culture, wonderful people, amazing things to see. I wish I had more time there. Mm. And I'd love to go back. And I I hope anyone that's thinking of heading to Africa considers Zimbabwe because it was so amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, even talking to you and looking at pictures, it is surprising me because I thought very similar to you. I was like, what's in Zimbabwe? But looking at these pictures is just so much and it is definitely more established than people make it out to be.
0: It is, especially in the sense of South Africa, but even Zimbabwe, it Mm -hmm. it really is. I didn't really even expect them to have like that small town of Victoria Falls that I was talking about. Yeah. It's crazy. I I loved everything about it. I would 100% go back. And will I make it back? I, I don't know. I hope so.
1: There's still other places to see, but you never know. Maybe if you find yourself here one day, that would be amazing.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's definitely not first on my list at this point because there are other places to see. And I do feel like I did everything I wanted to do for the most part, Mm -hmm. but totally open to going back. hundred percent. Amazing.
1: Well, I'm happy for you. Sounds amazing. Sounds like a really great honeymoon, just like a spiritual experience before you begin your life where you are now, you know?
0: Yeah, we were talking to the people on our trip and they were like, this is the best honeymoon because at the beginning of it, they were saying to us, why did you come here for your honeymoon? Like, this is so weird and random. And then at the end of the trip, they were like, we get it. This is the best honeymoon you could have chose. Yeah, it's like a lot of bonding. It, Yeah, it really was. And yeah. it, it was an amazing honeymoon. It wasn't the typical one-on-one honeymoon that most people have, but it was just such so culturally rich and uh, just a beautiful honeymoon just everything was just so unique and perfect in its own way
1: yeah and I feel like it could be really nice to not have to do one-on-one on on a honeymoon all the time to experience it with other people see how you know they act with other people and just like how you act like it's just it changes like the dynamic and I think that could be really fun
0: it was fun we made a lot of friends but we also had our alone time too
1: We Mm -hmm. weren't with
0: them every second. We had a free day completely to ourselves in South Africa. And we had some days here and there where we would have a free evening or a free afternoon where we could get away from the group and have a nice dinner together. But Yeah. yeah, we really didn't mind being with the group. We met a lot of great people and it was nice just talking to other people and getting other perspectives on things. And it wasn't just me and him all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're kind of inspiring me to try out tours more because I do feel like when I go away, it's like me and you or just me that one time. But <laughs> I never really consider going on a tour because I get nervous. But it's true. You you meet so many people that have the same experience as you now, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think I've really made some friends. I met a girl from D.C. and she told me she'll give me a tour when I make it up there because I've I've been to D.C., but I've never really been to D.C. So mm-hmm. She told me she'd give me a tour and I made another friend from Maryland and there's just so many people you can meet and so many experiences you can have from the people you meet on a tour. So I think I'll definitely be going on more trips like this, especially using Globus because it was just an awesome experience. We should plan one. We should totally plan one. I'm totally down for that. I'd love to do another Globus trip and I'd love for you to be there this January.
1: No, like we could start. We could like look into it in January. I was
0: like, that's um. No, no,
1: because I'm going to the Bahamas with you in January.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say that January is like now, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) January, you like you mean in a couple weeks? (laughs) I was like, time crunch here.
1: (laughs) Because I feel like sometimes Europe or Africa or Asia kind of scares me because I'm like, how do I even begin to plan? But if I had something like Globus, easy breezy.
0: That's why we went with Globus to begin with on this trip, because my husband was like, like, <coughs> oh, something in my throat. Sorry. My, <laughs> my husband was saying, oh, like, I've been here before. I could plan it. I can plan it. But then the more we thought about it, we were like, we want to just have a nice, relaxing time. We want to be able to hold someone else accountable. We kind of talked about exactly. this before, but we just want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to relax so this yeah when we found globus we were like this is excellent yeah I mean, and it, yeah just everything was taken care of so happy for you i cannot
1: wait until the next podcast episode when we start the official honeymoon episode with south africa
0: yes that's the bulk of it that might even be a two-parter so i'm really excited yeah. to talk about south africa i have so much to say wow i feel like even
1: zimbabwe i'm like that's your honeymoon and then i'm like wait no you Did a whole bigger trip. That was just like a day of my honeymoon, yeah. That's crazy. Just a day in the life of a honeymoon. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Wow, okay. A lot more to discuss. Amazing.
0: All right, I believe it is time. Yes, it is time for our trivia question. Yes. So I'm going to repeat the question. Blank is the only nation to use six colors in their flags design.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna talk out loud I feel like it has to be a country that has been colonized so maybe it's a combination of a few different cultures I don't know so let me think of a place that has had other people in it I don't know <laughs> I really don't know <laughs> um
0: I'm just gonna say New Zealand I don't know is that your final answer yeah Okay, so you were actually on the right track before about, right? about it being colonized. Yeah, but, I just couldn't think, but your answer was not right. So do you, know. do you want to take another guess just for fun, or do you want me to tell uh, you? South the answer? Africa.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that has to be so boring, and then I was like, but makes sense. <laughs>
0: yeah, I I wanted to choose a question that made sense. So my yeah. tour guide actually told us that on on our tour he told us that south Mm. africa is the only flag to have six colors and i was like wow you're right so it has red yellow blue white green and black wow a lot of colors going on there and And it makes sense
1: because england was there right
0: um so i'm not really sure what the colors represent exactly but he did tell us that The green part on the flag actually comes into like a V and almost makes like a Y. And he said they came up with this flag after apartheid and it's supposed to represent Mm. like the merging of cultures.
1: Okay. Makes sense. So I was on the right track with that.
0: Yeah. So it has like a kind of nice meaning to it, like unity. Yeah. That's so sweet. (laughs)
1: Yeah, love that. that was a good trivia question.
0: It really tied everything together and it gets me excited for the next episode. The next episode, yes. And I forgot to mention, actually, um, I don't know if you saw what I'm wearing right now. You probably can't see because my camera's say, no. angled kind of weirdly. But I got this shirt in Zimbabwe and I'll, I'll stand up to show you. But they made us custom shirts and they oh. made us shirts of our trip. So the front of it just says Africa and it has a bunch of animals on it. And then the side says Victoria Falls. And then the other sleeve has the South African flag here, which we were just talking about. The Zimbabwe flag. And the back of the shirt has our whole route from the trip. I just disappeared. The whole route of our trip. So you could see where the the plane went. It has like our plane route on there. So it's hard for you to see on the camera. And Globus gave this to you? So they didn't give it to us, but they brought in the guy that makes these shirts and they were like, anyone that wants a shirt, you talk to this guy, he'll make it custom for you. Wow.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. So nice trip. (laughs) It was
0: an amazing trip. And I will definitely get more into that on our next episode. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited to tell you. Awesome. All right. You guys next time. Yes. See you next time on. Oh, I forgot my spiel at the end. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
1: Where do we find you? (laughs) Yes, you
0: can find me at www.runwaysandbyways.com. You can look at our resources there. We have Choose My Destination, where if you're having trouble picking a destination that's right for you, we can help you choose a place to go. We can give you travel recommendations, travel advice. I have a budget travel planner you could sign up to get and When you get that, you'll also be subscribed to my newsletter. And I have another subscription available for you there that has to do with our podcast. You'll never miss an episode if you just give us your name and your email and you'll get a notification every single time we post an episode. We have a YouTube channel at Runways and Byways, Instagram, the same handle, and Pinterest. Am I forgetting anything?
1: Um, I feel like that sounds right. That's a lot. So. Yeah,
0: I feel like I've been talking for a while. I think that's it. <laughs> amazing. Now it is time. Yes. See you next week. Yeah, so make sure to connect with us and we'll see you next time on the next episode of the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast when we discuss South Africa. Bye everyone. Whether your plane is taking off from the runway or you're driving down a byway we will be your guides through it all.